Hello and welcome to Always in Escrow with Serena Appel and Colby Burchin. Hi, Colbs. Hi, Serena. How are you? I'm great. I'm excited about today's conversation. We have not one, we have two inspectors today. True. I have two amazing inspectors. And, you know, in my business, people, when they're looking for a home to purchase, they always tell me, oh, I have an inspector. I'm like, who's your inspector? I only have two of the best. I have two people that really know how to inspect a home. So we have Bradley Walls, who grew up in South Florida, is a local, is a third generation home inspector, specializes in residential and commercial buildings, and is the president of Premium Building Inspections. Hello, Bradley. Hey, Serena. How are you? I'm great. And we have Greg Rothberg. Greg Rothberg is the vice president at JR Inspection Services, a second generation home inspector. We're excited to see you both. Thanks for having us, Serena. Greg is an amazing guy. Uh, I see him on a, a regular basis, which is also uh, great to catch up with him. We are both uh, members of uh, Florida Association of Building Inspectors, uh, where we do our continuing education. Uh, so that way that we can stay on top of what's going on in our industry uh, and also learn techniques and trades, uh, tricks of the trades. So pleasure being here with Kobe. It was honored to be here with Greg as well. He's an amazing guy. Um, and uh, we just uh, we get along pretty well. It's hard, it's hard to beat what Brad just said, but I, I agree 100% what, what he did say. And uh, what's nice about, uh, you know, when you're, I would say we're both top dog inspectors is that you know, if I'm busy, I don't mind Brad giving Brad overflow or vice versa. So it's, you know, it's, it's a pleasure to be here with, with, you know, you, Serena and Colby and Brad. I, I'm honored. So Greg, I'm going to ask you first question. Do you inspect for mold? Because so many of my buyers are so worried about mold. Yeah, I, I do. I hold a state, not only do I hold a state license in home inspection, I hold a state license in mold assessment. So part of my general home inspection is looking for any visible signs of mold. I'm looking for water intrusion. I'm looking by water heaters, AC, toilets, sinks, showers. We all know mold needs moisture. So as I'm going around, I'm able to, you know, visually check at no additional cost. If your client wants testing to be performed, uh, we do charge for to take samples that get sent to the lab and write a protocol report. Um, it's, you know, and, and I'm in the business and I tell people there's, you know, there's some mold that's serious where, you know, baseboards and drywall are going to have to be cut. And there's some mold that, uh, is, you know, kind of BS that you, you find on an everyday basis. I mean, I get people to say, Oh, did you see the uh, mold on the surface of the refrigerator? Yeah, I did get a Clorox wipe and clean it off. It's not a porous material. So, you know, we're able to kind of distinguish what's serious and what's not. So I always have my equipment with me. So if they want to do testing and send it to a lab, I'm able to do that right at the time of inspection where they don't need to wait four or five days to get another professional out there. So yes, I do do as part of my general home inspection. So my question starts for, for Bradley. I want to know a little bit about, you know, a must have in every South Florida home, an AC. So typically how long do ACs pretty like last for? And I'm wondering if you can also bust the myth that an AC in a snowbird or snowflakes house may actually last even longer. So most of the uh, snowbirds and the snowflakes are pretty much going to be like a condo, possibly. Uh, that's the majority of um, 
the uh, living conditions for them, although that there are some in single family homes. But I think in my opinion that uh, in a condo, AC may last a little bit longer than it would be in a single family home. So uh, typically the age of the AC is around 10 to 12 years. Um, and that's uh, also based on okay. how often it's being used, uh, the living conditions of the person that owns the house. Uh, for instance, my house, I keep it at 76 during the day. It drops down to about 73 at night. Um, and then that way, it's just kind of around a regular schedule. Uh, some people have their AC maybe set at 73, 24-7, you know, where it's kind of being ran all day. Um, and that could possibly do a little wear and tear. And the, the AC may not last as long as normal. So, um for the most part, whether you're home or not, you're snowflake, snowburn, um, you, uh, it's best to kind of keep the AC set at a regular temperature, maybe 77, 78 degrees, whether you're home or not. Uh, it kind of helps take the uh, uh, humidity out of the room. Uh, it has a little bit of an airflow, so nothing gets stagnant. Um, if somebody were to just shut off their AC in a condo for you know three to four months, I mean, that would just wreak havoc uh greg would tell you i mean there would be so much stuff going on in the house because of the uh, uh environment that we live in with these uh, high humidity um and the heat that we have so there's got to be some sort of air circulation going on in the house there's another kind of like add-on these uv lights on an ac system and we're just wondering if it's worth the money if they add um any extra value i think so um uh I wouldn't add it on if you already have an AC, uh, but pretty much most of the new installs, um, I recently had mine done and it, uh, it was almost like a package. They just included it in with the install. So uh, I didn't pay that much more for it. Uh, they actually gave me a Nest thermostat as well. I don't know if it was because I made mention that I was a home inspector and I know a little bit about ACs, you know, it was a little parts of the trade, but um, for the most part, um, I think it's, uh, even in the head, you know, uh, knowing whether it works or not, but I think it works. Uh, I think it's great. Uh, I feel like, uh, uh, you know, just peace of mind in that sense um, where I think it's beneficial. I just want to step on one thing, what Brad said about the UV light. I agree with him 100%, but there, there's, there's better, there's UV lights and then there's air purification systems. My advice is if they're going to get something, get an air purification system. That's what they're using in like restaurants now with COVID that's going around. It's better than just a UV light. So, you know, spend a little more money and get an air purification system if they're going to do it. You don't need it, but if you're going to spend the money on a UV light, get one that's actually an air purification system that goes through the whole system. You know, that's a lot better. That's great. Thank you. A lot of people always ask me, what's the differences with roofs? If they pick a certain roof, if they're building a home, do they get more years out of it? If they're buying a resale and it has a shake roof or an you know, aluminum roof, how many years will they get? What's your opinion about a roof? So roofs are obviously um, probably one of the most expensive items in a house and uh, something that me and Greg really have to look into um, knowing for the buyer, meaning that somebody doesn't want to purchase a house that has an old roof or a roof that's leaking. So obviously the newer the roof, the better. Um, there's certain types of roofs um, down here, which are pretty standard with concrete tile roofs. There's asphalt shingles, there's metal roofs, uh, but they all come with a different price. Uh, certain neighborhoods are restricted on what types of roofs or materials that they could use. Uh, most of the higher end uh, roofs or neighborhoods um, 
the higher end neighborhoods need uh, will have concrete tile. Um, so uh, those last typically around 25 years. Um, we're uh, as we're inspecting, we're looking for possible repairs, um, broken shingle, uh, broken tiles. Um, you know, uh, they get people that come up there and clean the roofs, which are regular maintenance. Um, but they go in with some heavy equipment. Um, they're walking around. Uh, they're not walking on the tiles properly, uh, which could cause uh, the tile break, which is pretty much cosmetic. But once that opens up and exposes the under uh, the underlayment, uh, the felt paper, uh, that sun just pretty much beats it down and starts to deteriorate. So uh, those are things that we take photos of, we document, and then we have cost estimates in a report. Got it. So Greg, question for you. A lot of my buyers want to know like the exact age of a roof, air conditioner, water heater, appliances. Do you help them out with that? Yes, I do. So um, I use uh, BuildFacts, which is uh, you, we pay for it, but basically it tells you the, any permit that was pulled on a roof. So you can see when the roof was replaced. It's very important because just like Brad said, a tile roof you usually get your you know 23 to 25 years out of. But what happens is on seller's disclosures, you know, time flies and people put, oh, my roof is 10 years old. I look it up and 10, it's actually 15 years old. So that makes a difference. Same thing on ACs. You get a house built in 1990 and on the MLS or seller's disclosures, AC is newer. Yeah, it's newer because it's not the original, but it's still 10 years old. Well, 10 years old is nearing the end of its life. So I do tell them the exact manufacturing dates of the water heater, the AC, and when the roof was installed. Most of the appliances were able to tell them the exact manufacturing date as well. And it does, the clients want that. They want to know just because an AC is 10 years old doesn't mean it needs replacement, but they need to know that it's nearing the end of its life, you know, to, you know, budget in the near future for replacement. So we do tell them that. And I think it's important uh, that, you know, that's done. Uh, unfortunately, with the Surfside building collapse, a lot of buyers coming to South Florida are very scared in purchasing either a condo or a home. Um, how do you guys evaluate structures and how do you advise buyers in moving forward with the process? Um, because actually some homes are even not even concrete blocks. Some are even wood framed. So that Surfside is uh, very tragic, uh, very unfortunate. And in my opinion, it's something that could have been uh, prevented. Um, there's uh, every condo association has uh, maintenance involved and obviously with maintenance and upkeep costs um, is uh, people have to pay, you know, they get special assessments. And uh, I think possibly um, most of these older people are on fixed income um, and they probably didn't have the means and the, the budget for the association maybe was under budget and they didn't have money to do the repairs. Um, and I think they just try to, kind of turned a blind eye. And I think it's something that uh, with the deferred maintenance that was involved in that building, that's something that could have been preventative. Um, so preventative vetting. Um, but uh, structurally down here, for the most part, everything is uh, concrete block. We do have some wood frame homes on some older houses, um, but uh, something me and Greg are looking for are cracks, you know, settlement cracks. I mean, if we come across a house that has a crack going up the side of the house, that's you know, about a half inch thick, uh, yeah, there's something going on here. You know, this is something that uh, needs to be addressed. Uh, so, and both of us, we're not structural engineers. At least I know I'm not. I'm not sure Greg is, but that's where we come in. We recommend professionals, somebody that uh, uh, knows what they're doing with the structural uh, aspect um, and further evaluate it. It's something that we'll take photos of, we'll document, 
Uh, and if it's something that we're not aware of or don't know, we just recommend further evaluation. So um, it's something that um, down here in South Florida, we have some of the strongest building codes um, because of hurricanes. So for the most part, everything's solid, but uh, unfortunately there are some things where uh, things with deferred maintenance uh, and the upkeep um, gets neglected and it can cause some issues. Yeah, um, I agree with what Brad said. The uh, When we're going around the house, it's very important, uh, you know, you hire an inspector knows kind of what they're doing as in a lot, some houses in some communities are stuccoed all the way down. So you look with the naked eye and you say, oh, that's a block house. It's actually not that some of them are not block houses. They're wood frames stuck over wood frame. It makes a difference in the value of the house. If the, the whole neighborhood's selling for 800,000 and you got a wood frame, you're the one with the wood frame house. Unfortunately, it's, you know, it should be a little cheaper. So as a buyer, you need to know that, that you're not buying a block house. Also, your insurance rates could possibly go up if it is a wood frame house. Um, on the single family houses with cracks, as Brad said, we're looking for structural cracks. Um, you know, the old rule of thumb, just to kind of give it, if you can stick a coin in the crack on an exterior wall, that's something of concern where, yes, we do call for a structural engineer to come out. Some of the newer inspectors, they see hairline sediment cracks underneath windows, which we see on an everyday basis. And should they be sealed? The answer is yes. But they, they call for a structural engineer to come look at those cracks. There's no need for that. It, they just need to be sealed. They're not structural cracks, but they just try to cover their butts and say, oh, get a structural engineer. You kind of got to know the difference between what a hairline crack and a structural crack is. Um, and then on the surf side, I mean, it, it, it's tragedy what happened, but a lot of the condos now, because of that, what happened at, you know, any building over 30 years old, they've already had their structural engineers come out and evaluate the building to prevent that. So on a condo, um, I know I'm not looking for the structural cracks. That's more on a condo uh, association thing. But I, if I was a buyer, I'd be double checking with the condo association that they've already had their building looked at by a structural engineer to make sure there's, you know, no assessments or future assessments because of, you know, uh, anything that could be wrong with the building. Well, me and Greg are doing inspections. We're pretty much for condos specifically. It's just more about that unit. It's not the building itself. However, uh, I'm sure Greg would do the same. Uh, our head is on a swivel. So when we are, as soon as we get out of the truck, we're looking at how's the maintenance done on the house, the upkeep, is there the building freshly painted, the lobby, how's the lobby, is it nice, is it outdated? Um, and of course, if we had seen something walking up into the elevator, uh, into the unit, uh, for instance, me, it's just a natural sense where I'm looking at the elevator. Everybody has a yearly inspection with the elevator. I'm looking to see, oh man, they're behind on their uh, elevator certification. You know, so those are just certain things that we look forward to um, as we're walking to the unit. But it's specifically more or less just for the the unit itself, not the whole building. Well, I I know I know why Colby's been working with you for, but with you both for all these years, and there's definitely plenty of work to be done. So thanks again. This was, this was fantastic.